Welcome back to It's the End of the Broadcast Year and They Don't Care edition of RAD. Email the show, please. It helps us kill time. RAD at radradio.com. We got this email uh, from uh, Matt. Hey, Matt. Who uh, sent a screenshot at, uh, and wrote, I found this while looking for Christmas stuff. We were doing our trailer update, Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift, all stupid stories. Uh, and uh, sure enough, <laughs> he found on Amazon a shirt that has a football in the middle of it and then and then the number 87 inside the football, which is Travis Kelsey's jersey number. And it says, go Taylor's boyfriend on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> $16.99 on Amazon. Trouble, 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 trouble. God damn it. Trouble, 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 trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. Oh, 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 trouble, trouble. Ooh, he's got a tight end. Trouble, <laughs> trouble, trouble, trouble. Every one of the uh, of the Chiefs players should walk into the locker room today wearing oh, that shirt. God, that's funny. Coaches, everything. And, and too tight and too short. Uh, from uh, Eric, as we get ready to play <laughs> Treble Trouble, he wrote in and said, I have been calling like crazy for a chance to win those Sacramento Kings tickets. I've been caller 10, 12. 14, 17, and even 19 when it was a game for three callers, but 18 got the answer right. Must dial harder. Yes. Uh, that is what we're doing uh, all next week as well, 7, 8, 9 a.m. Right now, you're going to win a free 30-day membership to Rad TV, and you're going to be qualified for one of the two grand prize drawings a week from today, either of those aforementioned second-row courtside seats with complete access to the Lexus Lounge to see the Sacramento Kings and Detroit Pistons on February 7th. Or you can be eligible for the giant party for your company, your family, whatever you want at Coconut Bowl at Wild Island in Sparks, Nevada for up to 50 people. VIP bowling garage, four private bowling lanes, catering options including the popular taco bar, prime rib, and more, up to a $2,000 value. Caller 18 for Treble Trouble. Hello, Julie. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Uh, if you know the song title, you'll win. If not, we will go to Mario. Hey, how's it going? It's a you of mine. <laughs> and Kevin, your caller 20. Good morning, anybody. Good morning. Good morning. We are looking for a horrible Christmas song originally recorded in 1979. We're here tonight. Oh, oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Had to get that out. We're here tonight. All right, I'm going to let you hear it one more time because I, I was having a visceral reaction on the first plane. My bad. My bad. We're here tonight. Julie, what is the name of that awful Christmas song? Is it simply having a wonderful Christmas time? It is not, but thank you for the very complete sentence. Mario. A merry jingle? Kevin, do you know? Is it a wonderful Christmas? You lose. Oh, oh, so close. Oh, oh man. <laughs> it is not wonderful Christmas. It is a horrible song by Paul McCartney called Wonderful Christmas Time. Ah, that's it. And that is the really annoying part of the song, other than the beat, the melody, the lyrics, and, and his voice. See, I thought it could be made better by, and I forget which country artist um, created this song for Christmas, and I did download it, and I thought, well, it's it's country. It's my jam. Maybe it'll be better. You, you, you can't. You can't make this it's song. It's better. Oh, my God. We're here tonight. We have uh, 
Two more chances for you to win at 8 and 9 a.m. If you are watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, coming up about uh, 20 minutes from now, during our next commercial break, you'll get during the, the, the break, instead of the sights and sounds and the behind-the-scenes what's going on in the studios, the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppy. What's coming up, Brando? My dog Walter's in the house. <laughs> yeah, it's Friday. He's excited, but he's a little sleepy, so I'm going to rouse him up. So Walter wasn't stepping on the off button on your microphone there? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I noticed, by the way, you've been rousting him early lately, uh, because a lot of times, we, which I know part of that is the entertainment value of doing different things at different times, Yeah. Uh, but a lot of times you let him sleep in until later in the show. Is he getting grumpy over these wake-ups? No, no, not really. I just like to get the hard work out of the way first so that the rest of the day is easier. Uh-huh. The hard work of actually operating a camera during a commercial break. <laughs> We, uh, we also do recorded versions of the canine cam. If you have any uh, animals around, yeah. uh, do it horizontally. And, uh, and by do it horizontally, I mean record them. I don't care what position you have sex in. And then email us the video, RAD, at radradio.com. Uh, as uh, we continue with a show about reading glasses, we got a couple of follow-up emails uh, from a couple other, I'm guessing, middle-aged uh, maggots, uh, like Teresa, who says, if I forget my glasses, I will take a... Uh, yep. So we were talking about when you first get your reading glasses. Because, I mean, I... I I don't know. It, se- it seems to me that after a few tries, you realize you can't. It's, it's like your keys. You can't forget your reading glasses. So I think it's only in the beginning, but maybe I'm wrong. Either way, I did this because in the beginning, I was like, it, you don't think about taking your reading glasses into the grocery store until you're in aisle seven and you need to see something. And, and you go, oh, I left them in the truck. She says, if I forget my glasses, I will take a picture of what I have to read and then blow it up. Yep. Yep. Done that. That's, that's oh, all you knew. so many times. I was wondering that with you because you had bad eyesight, right, basically growing up. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, it was really weird. It did. It, I was like, it kicked in at like 19. Oh, okay. And and I got, I was I was nearsighted. Uh, and, and so I, from 19 to 29, I wear glasses and contact lenses. Ugh, I hated it. Because, yes, in theory, what you say, it should work out that way, right? Like, it only takes a few times and you're like, okay, I got to have a pair with me always. But my whole life, from being born up until I was, I don't know, this happened at 46, 47, I forget. I never needed glasses. So it took a while for me to realize you're not that person anymore. You need glasses. You have to have them in your purse at all times. And by the way, by the way, that applies oh. to everyone in every way uh, at some point. in your, in. Well, it should apply to all of us at all points. You're not that person anymore. <laughs> right, yes. Hopefully internally, maturely, (laughs) your body. Um, But it's been when you don't have any issues with your sight, basically a good part of your life, it is annoying and frustrating. Timothy wrote in, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, having the the different uh, reading glasses and such, and he says, I'm confused as someone who wears prescription glasses. Why you wouldn't go to an optometrist for a prescription pair of glasses, it seemed like that might help you more than getting just reading glasses. I don't. I, I don't quite get what you're what you're saying or what maybe one of us said that made you think we needed help. Uh, I, I think that he's he's indicating that if you get reading glasses, you're just getting a magnification. It's just one straight glass that um, helps ampli- oh. like in, magnify your sight. Uh, but if you go get a prescription, they cater the whole lens to your specific eyesight. Okay, so then the answer, thank you, Brandon, for translating. If that's what you're saying to me, the answer is because I did go to an optometrist uh, at Griffin and Reed Eye Care, and they said, for the reasons we discussed earlier, don't even bother because it's going to change. And and you're going to, and, and, and why write a prescription for you and get multiple pairs of glasses made when, who knows, a month, Three months, a year from now, your prescription your prescription's going to change again. Whereas if you can just go out to the the, the drugstore and get cheap ass glasses, 
as you have problems, you're, you're going to save in the long run. And it's a lot easier. Well, not only that, but it, needing readers is completely different with your eyesight. You, you can, st- I have 20, 20 vision. Do you know how infuriating that is? But I need readers. Right. And so, so we don't have to wear them all the time. Correct. Right. Exactly. Like, so why why would why would they they're, why would they do that? Maybe that's all he's confused and about. And for and for everything that you said, yes. I mean, my God, you start with whatever it is, and the next you start with a one, and the next thing you know, you're at one and a half. Right. I already said that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whatever. But I wanted to say it again. You know, remember remember that meeting where where we uh, talked about where the crimpling of the email means Rob wants to move along. Remember that? Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Oh, I know. The policy's still years ago. Still in effect. Just so you know. You okay. Know, yeah. Well, I'll try to follow it. <laughs> totally switching subjects. We got this email from Juan. Takes Juan to know Juan. Brandon's part Mexican. We'll talk more about what Juan's uh, writing about it a little bit more than an hour from now when we talk to uh, Steve Mickelson from MixPix.com and the MixPix podcast that he and I do every Wednesday on Rad TV at 10 a.m. at members.radradio.com where we dive deep uh, into sports. Uh, Juan says, Gah! <laughs> I think that's... Brandon, I don't, I'm not part Mexican. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a Mexican word or not, but G-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-H, all caps. Did I do that right? Is it ga? Well, it would be pronounced ha because the G <laughs> is like a ha sound. Oh, so I'm sorry. I, I, okay. Well, I think the Rodriguez, it does have a hard G sound. Okay. Um, it could be. Um, he says, I'm a Steelers fan, and last night's game broke my little sports heart. Yes, you were beaten by the second worst team in the league, the New England Patriots. Oof. Steeler Uh-oh. fans were spoiled by having Big Ben Raplessburger for so many years, <laughs> and now the team's quarterback situation is a mediocre and embarrassing mess. Rob, there was about a 10 to 15 year period where the 49ers, a historically storied franchise like the Steelers, uh, they, uh, the, uh, were terrible and even a joke in the league. How did you deal with it? How can you look forward to games knowing that the team is only going to disappoint you every single time? I mean, I'm not going anywhere, and I'll always stay faithful to the black and the gold, but it's tough to watch. Please help. Well, Juan, um, the uh, serious real answer is it, 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 I don't take it that seriously. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, the, the Niners did stink from, like, what, 2000-ish to, or maybe even a little earlier than that, to the, into the, 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 the tens of the, of the decade until Jim Harbaugh came along. Um, uh you just, I'm a football fan, and so I'm, I'm able to watch other teams and 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 not make it part of my identity when when the when one of my sports teams is. I'm an Oakland A's fan, Juan. For God's sakes, I mean, it, it, you just you just it, I don't have I don't even have a fun answer for you because I don't know how serious you're being, and, and and it's just as much as I love football, it is not one of the 100 most important things that affects my mood or my life. Well, and and it doesn't bring comfort when you're not alone. You're not alone. It appears there's a bunch of terrible teams. Look, think of the think. Okay, misery loves company. Don's got a great point there. Think of Patriot fans right oh. now after dominating the sport for two decades, man, and, and winning all those titles and always being the play. They are the they are one of the worst teams now for two years in a row in the I, NFL. So they're suffering just like you are. You pal. could say at least I'm not a Patriots fan. You you could, but then a Patriots fan <laughs> is going to say to you, yeah, but my team beat your team last night and we shouldn't have. We got to click uh, parent pile. <laughs> We, we always 
put Brandon on the spot when we do the parent pile because he's the only thing we got around here. You got a, you got a, it's still nine year old, right? She, she is nine. Still yeah. nine year old, and, and we were just talking about uh, you, you. You were you're watching the first season of Santa Claus is yep. on uh, Disney Plus. So you obviously, I am deducing, have Disney Plus. I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see how I did that? Disney is preparing to combine. Disney Plus and Hulu into one app because Disney bought all of the shares left of a uh, of Hulu. What, what, what? Cool. What does that mean for Hulu people? It means you'll be part of Disney Plus and okay. Hulu. You'll be all in the same thing, and all you're right. oh, and your prices are going up. Okay. Okay. that's what it means. They will combine the two streaming services into one app in March of 2024, but testing has already begun, meaning that adult targeted content will be next to that for kids on Disney+. Plus. Mm. So parents will have to grapple with kids' shows like Bluey being a few <laughs> clicks away from horror films like Hellraiser. Oh, ruh uh, The uh, viewers who subscribe to both platforms will see a dedicated Hulu tile on Disney+. Plus. Have you noticed that yet, Brando? They just started testing no, Wednesday of this week. Not that I've noticed. Uh, if they click on the icon, Subscribers will then have access to Hulu original shows like Handmaid's Tale, The Kardashians, The Bear, things like that. Uh, so parents need to alter their account settings to remove R-rated content. Okay. Because Disney Plus offers a variety of parental controls, all of which require parents to log in and alter their account settings. They have a junior mode, which only features content suitable for viewers. Uh, they have a content rating, things like that, but you have to go back in. This is nothing more than a public service this announcement. Good to know. To, yeah. <laughs> into your um, settings, I guess. Yeah, into your account, and then go to your settings uh, and, and make those changes. Do you do you already have? Do you you don't have to have that on Disney Plus right now, do you, Brando? Because it's all appropriate. No, but you can set separate profiles. So our daughter has a uh, her own profile, which is a kids profile, and it's limited by the age. So it does kind of pick and choose the the things that they deem appropriate based on the ratings of those shows. How much do these really help out with all these ratings? I mean, it all comes down to the parents because if kids have like iPads or cell phones, they're all Googling inappropriate stuff for the most part anyways, aren't they? You do your best to protect them from everything you can because like you said, they'll they're going to get to it anyways. So, you know, by putting these types of things in place, help that. The, the, the ones the ones that are the really heinous ones, I think, Kyle, are the ones who just don't even use them at all. They're just like, like they don't use any of them. Like, here, here's yeah. an iPad. Go entertain yourself. And pretty soon your eight-year-old's watching Pornhub because <laughs> you don't put any settings on yeah, it. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like if, and I know you're not doing this, Kyle, but if I would think those parents that you just said are the ones who are like, eh, they're going to see stuff anyway, so why do I have to do my job? Well, because you still have a job to do and you got to try your best at it knowing they may end up seeing something somewhere along the line that you then would have a conversation with them about. I, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I and I, and I might be putting Brandon in a terrible spot here. So so Disney Plus currently has a a, a kids themed mm-hmm. platform or whatever, mm-hmm. where Disney Plus is is only putting on it things that Disney Plus thinks is right for for kids of certain ages. Yes. I'm betting though that you and or your girlfriend occasionally check those things. Um. Well. Or do you trust Disney Plus based on the settings? Well, I think with Disney Plus, it's it's pretty easy to trust because okay. even the adult themed content on Disney Plus isn't really that bad, and she doesn't really have any interest in that. So we do, but we Yet. do right, but we do keep <laughs> our eye on on stuff as much as we can. Yeah, and and so and I and, and when when they combine with Hulu, obviously even with the settings, you know, any access to Hulu is going to get a little more sketch. The good news that I'm hearing for uh, our household is because we don't have Dis- we had Disney Plus only for Hocus Pocus that new movie, and then I'm like. We we never watched Disney Plus, so just got rid of it. But now I have we have Hulu, and um, you know I record every day Bluey for Hank, our black. <laughs> what what? 
And I say, and Brandon knows where I'm going with this. Yeah. I say it's for Hank, but really it might be for me sometimes. It's such a charming show. Oh my God, it is so. So there was this, I had talked about this a while ago, but just to remind you, there was this video going around that people were saying, oh my gosh, have you noticed if you turn on Bluey for your dogs, they get mesmerized? And I was like, <laughs> oh my on. God, I need to try this. And holy moly. Yeah, Hank was digging it, man, but then so was I. And there'll be times where I'm like, Hank, don't you wanna watch Bluey? <laughs> have you now have you done have you done a cross referencing check and, and put on a different cartoon that has nothing to do with dogs and see if he is mesmerized by that? Um, I have noticed along the way that I'm more interested in Bluey. Ah, mm -hmm. You know, he's been there, done that kind of thing. It's like, but I'm recording it for me. I mean, for you. What are you doing? So the creators that made Bluey actually animated the show in colors that dogs can see. So that's why they're more mesmerized by it. Not necessarily because it's a dog show. Wow. But, but they, uh, like, their spectrum of vision... <laughs> Is is that so you could see they could see blue? You know what it's I love cool. about that? That is simultaneously to people like me so fascinating, and to so many other people, it's heart wrenching because they actually believe their dog was loving the show. Oh, and, nope, yeah. there's actually science behind no, it. I mean, I, uh, thank you, Brandon, because that's what they do describe in that video. <laughs> it's like it's colors for the dog, and, and but the, I left that part out. Bluey's the show that you got the theme song from the Parent Pile. That's from, right? correct. Because I, I I watched one of the Isn't segments. It cute. Because I guess the show's in like shorter segments, like I yeah. think it's like five twelve minutes. minutes long. Yeah. yeah, and, and uh, it is. It's, it's it's cute. It's so cute. It, it was a little. It was a little too cute for me. But I only watched one but episode. But now I can yeah. take it off the giver since it's all found on Hulu. When Hank wants to watch. Yes, when <laughs> Hank. Uh, they also have a survey here of parents. They uh, broke it into wins and losses. A win means that your kid doesn't want to do something, but you get him to do it anyways. Woohoo! All right. The average parent has 190 of those a year. So about every other day. You you have your you have your kid. Oh. You have something that they don't want to do, but you. But that can be as simple as brush your teeth. That sounds like mm. a lot of wins. Or, 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 I, see, I, as a non-parent, to me, I'm like, really? The, the, no, the things like go to bed on time and and and, and brush your teeth. Or, 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 Only because so many of my friends right now have teenagers, and there's not a lot oh. of wins happening. Ah, okay. Mm, yeah. <laughs> now now you see this survey did not break down the ages of the kids. That the parents had, and that's that's an excellent point. It's like maybe once a week. Um, the average parent has, however, they, they, it's a losing record. The average parent caves and gives their kid what they want 218 times a year. Uh, so kids have a winning record of 53 percent. Yeah, that's the beauty of Whoa. being an auntie and a godmom. It's always a win. Whatever you want. <laughs> Woo! And it's literally a win for everybody. The kid wins, and uncle wins. The parents don't win. Let's see if any of these uh, sound familiar, Brandon. The top wins. These are the things that parents are, are getting their kids to do, even though they don't want to, are in no particular order, brush their teeth, having them up and ready in time for school, eating their fruits and vegetables. I'm surprised by that one. And getting them to do their homework. All of those most common wins. Yeah, those all, those are pretty much good wins in our house. Um, the the getting up can be a challenge sometimes. <laughs> not not terrible, but sometimes she'll be a little bit late. Uh, but she's actually gotten a little more mature in the sense that she gets herself up from her alarm, washes her face, brushes her teeth, makes her own breakfast, and that's something that's oh. that's been a fairly new development. That's lovely. Um, I'm trying to think uh, the fruits and vegetables. Not so much. She loves fruits. Hates vegetables. Super picky eater. So uh, that's the biggest challenge, I think, that we have. All right, so let's go to the fun one, the losses. This is what parents are just letting them get away with, or they don't want to fight over it, or they don't want to deal with it. Letting them eat whatever they want. Oh. Just fine, whatever. You don't want you don't want this dinner I made? Fine, you can have mac and cheese. Yep, that's, that's, you, yeah. that's you, a loss. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Letting them have dessert before dinner. Fine. Why not? Fine. Have a goddamn ice cream sandwich. We are very strict about that. Uh, She's not winning that one. Let oh, see, that's why they want to go to grandma's. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> or just their friends, who, their, their friend whose parents don't hover over them or even oh pay attention God. to the fact that they're there. Uh, next on the parent loss list, just fine, just fine, shut up. This is probably a teenager thing. Your bad attitude, fine. Oh. Go ahead, use your phone or your iPad at the table. Oh. I don't care. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Super strict about don't that. No care. devices at the table, no TV on during dinner. Unless we're all having dinner at the coffee table, then we sure. watch TV. Uh, next loss uh, for parents, most common ones, uh, buying them something they want but don't need. Mm-hmm. It, it, fine, if you will shut you up in the middle of Target, you can yeah. have you can have that dumb toy that you won't put down. That's a battle, oh. but she doesn't ever really win with that. Oh, what about the cereal aisle at the grocery store? That was Ooh. always the biggest one for me and my oh, siblings. See, as an adult, I'm the problem in the cereal. <laughs> And they put those good kids cereals to their level. Oh, yeah. exactly. So they see them. Yes. And it no, that's, is that's no all strategic. That, yes. That's why I am totally against this oh. idea of taking kids to the grocery store to learn how life works. No. You know how you avoid them going, I want that, I want that, I want that. You tie them up and leave them in the car. <laughs> that, you, no. that, that's just not, it's not helpful. <laughs> they don't need to learn grocery shopping at seven. So I wonder how much of the spanking is affecting all these kids winning lately with the percentage being lopsided and the kids having more of the wins. Because when I was a child, and this is my experience, but I was threatened to get spanked and grounded quite a bit. And that was the reason why I never really won anything. My mom always had really good control over the situation. So, so the, 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 the lessening of spanking, in your theory, is making kids more, uh, getting away with more Yeah, but isn't, isn't there a, a, um, a, a, a belief in society right now that parents don't spank their kids anymore? For the most part, I think that's the, that's the trending prevailing, prevailing opinion. Man. I, I don't... Th- I, There's no connection at all. I mean, before, no. before everybody's waiting for some I, long, no, drawn-out discussion listen. about it. And, and in I, fact, it's, it's, it is ironic, though, because... We've talked about it on the show many times. I'll do the very short version. The the non physical means of discipline are just as damaging. The the timeout the ti- that 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 teaches them abandonment and all sorts of things that are, we're just now finding out when they get in therapy. And the lesson from that is, there's no right way to do this. You just figure it out per, per kid. Well, there, there's there's one thing that sticks out because yes. Oh my God! You know everyone's so happy they weren't spanking, but yes, they were abandoning, not talking to their kids, not talking it through, none of it. And, and I know, like for some reason, and I was one of those people, Kyle, where you're sitting there going, "This is when kids started to act out when they weren't spanked anymore." Yeah, not we were, true. we were great. It was just our right. All kids were great when we were young and getting we, spanked. So, 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 and, and you got to think it through. If spanking works, then we would have only had to have been spanked once, right? Of course not. Every we kid, kept, right, throughout we kept history, acting out. So when you want something to work, that means that we're, we're they're always going to test the boundaries. The thing that I have seen that has gone away, there, there's two different things happening here. I think parents finally get exhausted. That's why I love this one where it's like where they're finally like, fine, here. Well, also probably the rest of the time being parents of, co- you know what works? Consequences. If you actually follow through with a consequence, your kid knows it's coming. Mm-hmm. And they might still misbehave, but they know they're going to have that consequence. Uh, the last uh, the last loss for parents, uh, the most common loss uh, on the list is letting them stay up past their bedtime. Fine. Oh, I want to watch oh. this show anyways. You're pissing me <laughs> off. Yeah, I don't care. Stay up. Go play with the knives. Whatever you want to do. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.